Shut up. Hello and welcome to What Club Wrestling's first audio podcast. I am Josh, joined by Kyle and Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. Hello, I'm Kyle. And today we're going to have a few different subjects. Um, Indeed we are. Including Hall of Fame 2020 predictions. We've got WrestleMania talk. We've got a lot. So we're just going to crack on with our first subject, which is going to be the Hall of Fame 2020 predictions. So Kyle, we'll let you start with this one. Who is your first prediction for the Hall of Fame? First prediction for 2020 Hall of Fame is William Regal. A man I believe should have been in many a year ago. Soon as he retired, essentially. Big part of NXT. Massively unsung on the main roster throughout the entirety of his career. Minus about a year where he was on top of the card. And then his personal problems got in the way. Which otherwise we were probably going to see WWE champion William Regal. So for that reason, my first choice is William Regal. Also, a bit biased, bit British. And... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Regal. That's, that's a fairly good shout. I mean, I, I have... think he should go in, even though it had nothing to do with him, just for that entrance against Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he is a man. When they decided to play oh, the wrong the, theme, yeah. yeah. They played the wrong music, but... Um, <laughs> No, I agree. Um, I don't know if we ever would have seen him as a champion, as the world, well, the world champion. No, I don't. Um, I think that's, you know, we're still yet to have a, a, the first British champion. And Especially in the, in the time where he was at his most prominent, it was very much the Triple H era where all the world champions were massive and, you know... Yeah, and coming from that gimmick as well that he had beforehand, the man's man gimmick. Yeah. I don't think he'd ever put the belt on him for it. I'd like to see it. I think he, he definitely deserves it. And he deserved a lot more oh, than yeah, he got. Hundred percent. But I don't think he would have made world champion, especially not the first British. Yeah. World champion. If there was going to be a first British or English world champion, it would be uh, it would have been Barrett, surely. I mean, if anyone, I'd have assumed it would have been the bulldog. But... Yeah. If a, say Bulldog had got it beforehand and then it was a normal thing and it wasn't just, you know, first ever the first ever champion. title, yeah, then I would have saw him getting it. But yeah. I don't think I don't think that takes away from his, his credibility. No, no, no. To be in the Hall of Fame, as you know, there's plenty of people in the Hall of Fame who never champions, but no, I I yeah, it's a yes for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Okay. Sam? So my first is gonna be King Kong Bundy. Um Posthumous induction. Yeah, uh, that that was the main reasoning behind it is because as of the time of this podcast, he's only recently died in the past two, three weeks, four weeks maybe. Yeah. Give or take, past month definitely. I mean, you know, main event of WrestleMania was a monster heel, one of the biggest heels in the eighties. I think it just speaks for itself, yeah. really. One of the first names on Undertaker's streak as well. Yeah, yeah, but. It's one of those where you don't really need a lot of justification behind it. I mean, the fact that he died is what's leaning me towards Bundy for next year. Just because it seems like whenever someone dies or they've just retired, that's when they get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, see, I, I can see the reasoning. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about 80s wrestling. Was never I mean, my repertoire. Like, I've never really gone back and watched a lot of that old stuff. All I've uh, watched like WrestleMania three once or twice, but that's yeah, I've watched bits and bobs. Yeah. I've seen the odd Bundy match, um, but now it is that thing of unfortunately, you know, he's passed. So therefore, I'm sure WWE will eventually put him in just for that alone. Yeah, he, he does deserve it. He was, a, from what I've known, he was a fantastic wrestler. Um, seems to be quite liked in the locker room from all the words I've seen since his passing mm. um, <clears throat> so yeah um, wasn't the uh, the blue cage made specifically for him in KFA like it was reinforced because of his his size yeah I think Not obviously apart from like <clears throat> Andre and everyone else I think he was the big guy who got like the big show treatment of he needs yeah. the extra big chair and the extra <laughs> thick ladder. We don't talk about the big extra big props. table. But you know what I mean. I Jesus. think that's yeah. I think that is true <laughs> because of that. Yeah, I, I've heard that somewhere. I'm sure. But yeah, because of the whole yeah. Yeah. Away, I was, yeah. I'll see you. Yeah. Cool. Josh, who have you got? My first pick uh, is going to be Christian. Oh. Plain and simple, Christian. If you put an edge in. But I think it's, yeah, Christian didn't have quite the run that no. Edge did. Not singles-wise. Not singles-wise, but tag-wise. And oh, to yeah. be fair, it's single-wise, especially the last run. I really, really enjoyed his last run. His World Heavyweight yeah. run yeah. after Edge was tired, yeah. I yeah, could, have, yeah. could have done without Todd Gresham completely ruining his re-debut, though. Oh, just, it, it's on his it, w. Christian. It's, it's Christian. It's Christian. That's nice. Yeah. Um, well, but I just think... Obviously, going back to the tag team side of it all, like Edge and Christian were obviously a massive, massive part of the tag team wrestling scene, um, and for that alone, he does. But even the work he did after that, like, is is when he was tagging with Jericho. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, he's fantastic. His run with ECW was was for what it was was really good. His stuff with Randy Orton towards the end of his career, the one more match, like, yeah, I think he he's really, really put onto it, and especially his post kind of WWE career stuff so he still obviously works at the network there's a lot of stuff backstage with him yeah. and you know I'm surprised he never really brought him in the performance centre in one way or another but the only thing though I'm thinking is that there's a running joke that he's not in the Hall of Fame so I think the, I know the man spent plenty of his career being a running joke with his well, five second poses and his yeah. TV shows but I do think he deserves to not be I do think a he... running joke um but I just think it makes sense. I think even if you know this time round it, it's Edge and Christian, but at least that man gets a ring and at least he gets his face in the Hall of Fame, which I do think he deserves to be. He was one of the, you know, the biggest faces and icons when it came to that era, and mm. he carried on, you know, being dedicated to it. And when Edge retired, he had every right to pack in there and then and go, well, he's not doing it anymore, so I'm not. We can make a lot of money off the two of us, so yeah. But he stuck to it and went right through, so. I mean, for me, it, I've, there's two sides. Yes, I think Christian will be in the Hall of Fame, but I'm going to say no because I don't think it's going to be next year. I'm also not sure it'll be as a singles. In a world where Stevie Ray's just been in, this year, been inducted but, as part of Harlem Heat, where Booker T has already been in the Hall of Fame, yeah. I can see them inducting Edge and Christian. As I'm not sure they induct Christian However, as a singles. did Stevie Ray have as big of a name as a single star as Christian see no. I, I appreciate where you're coming from yeah but I'm not entirely sure Vince ever really saw Christian as Christian as the major single star that the fans saw him as 
I think that alone, that that's. I mean, his run in TNA just shit, like proves that because he was he was one of the top guys in the company for yeah. years. With them bringing in Jeff Jarrett and having a much closer relationship with pre-impact TNA at this point, yeah, I could see them inducting him on that basis. That's why. Yeah, I'm not that. sure he gets in on a singles WWE basis. I, mean, I don't no, know. I think, I think he's held if Regal does. Yeah. If Regal does, then Chris. Oh, no, the I believe. Level. I believe that he deserves it. I'm saying I don't. From like know, Vince's perspective. No, from their perspective. Right. I don't know. I think. I think they do. They gave him plenty of titles and they gave him plenty of runs, and you know, he got his chance to do it at the end. And it was, in my opinion, it was too late. I think if they'd given that run earlier on in his career, um, it, he would have probably been a bigger star, but. There was always something about Edge, wasn't there, that was going to you know, take yeah. that limelight. And Edge was always the guy. Yeah, yeah, and I think you see know, the King of the Ring win for more details on that. Yeah, but yeah, I think if you know if it wasn't for Edge being such a big star, would Christian have probably been not, bigger? Actually. Yeah, because Christian no, I, didn't I, I, get his yeah. first. Yeah, would Christian be bigger though? He didn't get his first. He got no. He got I, the I, ECW gonna... title. He didn't get the World Heavyweight, did he? Until Once after Edge no, he had uh, retired. In a continental in. European? Yeah, light heavyweight. And European, I think. Yeah, European. That was the biggest he got at the time until I mean, it was obviously his final run and Orton needed to kick someone in the face. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for, for Christian, I'm going to say no for next year, but yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. I, I okay. believe he deserves it. All right, Kylie, who you got next then? Are we doing three or five? We'll do three. We'll go for three. In three which each. case, we'll ignore Johnny Ace and Santino Morella. Sorry, boys. <laughs> uh, Jim Johnston for the Warrior Award. For the Warrior Award? I think Jim Johnston should just go in there. I, As I, of I, 2019, I they, you, they seem to have acknowledged what Warrior wanted for that award, which was long-term WWE employees that have had an impact behind the scenes. Because yes. they're... I don't think he's had an impact behind the scenes. I think his impact's been very, very much From on the, the scene and yeah. in the scene. But it's not a he's not on screen, hence but behind the scenes. Also he's not employed. He's not for his Well no. So that's like the, not employed anymore. I, I, but I mean, can see that. No, he wasn't employed by WWE anyway. He was always a he's he well was either way, he's he was, not doing WWE stuff anymore. They've Either way, I could still see them possibly inducting him as a goodwill gesture. I think he should induct him. I think he should go in, but I don't think it should be the Warrior Award. I think he should just have his place in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but the thing is, they've only they've got three wings. Of oh no, four wings because Connor. Oh no, Connor was the Warrior Award. Connor was the Warrior Award. Um, yeah, so they've got three wings. They've got the wrestler, celebrity, celebrity, and Warrior but then Award. again. Like me and well, Gene no, and Howard Finkel. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not in as wrestlers. They're, they're not but wrestlers they were on-screen personalities. Jim Johnston has never uh, shown up on personality screen. was more on-screen and his to an extent. Like, it was constantly his stuff getting played. Like, the mm. most, you know, the thing you remember most about a lot of the wrestlers, you know, if I say to you, it, yeah, yeah, The Rock, first thing that comes to your head. I will yeah. provide a yeah. counterpoint to that, though, is that you can say he's an on-screen personality. Do you know what he looks like? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's but that's kind of what's massive wrestling fans. <laughs> like the, the casual fan won't know what exactly. it looks like. But I think me, Gene, Howard Finkel, they were on screen. I think that makes a difference at all. If you turn around and they announced Jim Johnston is going in the WWE Hall of Fame, and everyone was like, "Who's Jim Johnston?" and they looked him up, they'd go, "All right, fair. He yeah. deserves it." But, uh, I, I think. Put, oh, by the way, that we're trying to put your pick in the Hall of Fame here. No, what I'm. You've turned your own. My own. We want him. My own point was about to be take note that the only f- argument we've got here is what wing he's going in that's the key point here no, no we're like I'm no, not, we're not gonna... saying that he shouldn't be in the hall of fame it's a case of he only got released if you like by the very last year so i can't see them within two years of releasing him going have do you want to be in the hall of fame have the war i can still see it happening i can see him going in but I don't. I think he'll just go into the actual standard. Standard. I mean, for for me, it's not even that. It's a case of they've just released him. Mm. Like he hasn't retired or anything. They released him. They they severed ties. Like, That's only because of the fact that the new wave of CFOS, CFOS music, that style that, is yeah. not his. I mean, and plus uh, CFOS, they do a good job. Like they do. Yeah, they do a great job. But, some obviously amazing teams. However. A lot of Jim Johnston's was original. CFOS we're not getting into seems that right now. to be very plagiarised. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah, we're not getting into that. If but only because Hot Tag Media day. and the rest of the wrestling IWC. community of music makers also are very heavily, we'll say, influenced by other songs. In their defence, they, you know come from a musical background and everything everything is influenced by something yeah you can't get away from it there's only so many chords and there's, riffs you can use yeah. in the world it's going to so sound much the music out there that but it's that's not the argument we're having right now of yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, irrelevant to the current it's should Jim Johnson yeah. be in the Hall of Fame I believe he, he should it's, no it's not should Jim Johnson be in the Hall of Fame is should Jim Johnson be inducted in the 2020 Hall of Fame that's what we're going for. Yeah, fair. Okay, in that case, same so with the Christian, say, I'm going to say no. No, because I not don't think for 2020. Be next year because of like how because of how recently he's been released. Yeah, it's fair. I'm going to go with that. I'm not going to cry. So much. <laughs> okay, Sam. Right, my pick? next pick is uh, well, I was I've got the inspiration for this one of who got in or who will be inducted this year. I'm going for Sable. Is that because... Because Tori Wilson's being inducted this year. And obviously there was this whole thing about China and she was doing porn and whatever. And they weren't going to induct her off that. Tori Wilson done multiple Playboy shoots for the WWE. So, so kids Michaels. are going to... Play girl. Prince. <coughs> but, like, Tori Wilson. Kids are going to Google <coughs> Tori Wilson. And it's probably going to come up on the search results. But... The reason why I'm saying Sable is because Sable done a lot more for the WWE than Tori Wilson ever did, other than just getting naked for Playboy. So and she was a much better wrestler. Than oh Tori. yeah, well I mean that's I was that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, it does say something. Yeah, the, for the company, it does say something that Tori Wilson looked better in the ring in the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble after being gone for about ten years. Ten years. Yeah. But in fairness, back in that time when Tori was coming in and stuff, they weren't hiring female wrestlers. They were hiring models, models and training them to be wrestlers. Yeah. So, you know, she didn't have the skills when she first came in. She didn't have the 
I knew the knowledge of the company and everything else, but she worked hard, obviously fell in love with it, went off and trained a bit more and got better with it when she came back last year. And that's not against her, I'm not trying to take anything away from no. her. Um, but Sable, I, I believe, was always a legit wrestler. Yeah, she... You know, Sable Bomb was something that was quite a feared. Solid and, move, yeah. It's yeah. still yeah, a it regularly used move yeah, on the independent circuit. Thing, Thank her, you, Mark. Her and China in the late 90s. Her China... They, they changed the way for, uh, they, they personally did well not personally I'm obviously not a female but they did change the way of, but they, the way you look at women in wrestling they revolutionised it yeah. and then WWE themselves devolved it back to I can't I mean like no, Sable and Jacqueline yeah. and China they were <clears> very sexualised in the late 90s and early 2000s but they were still wrestling they were still like more and they were good and, wrestlers they yeah. were doing a lot and for then the storylines with yeah. like 2004's Diva Surge it completely devolved again into yeah. women who had no idea what professional wrestling was or how to but it was in that move, era when it was the women's title then it went to the Divas title and it Which, all started going a bit funny Yeah, and now it's back to the women's where the wrestling is solid again Towards and you can't I don't really think that you should be able to personally victimise someone from going in the Hall of Fame or prevent someone, I should say, not victimised from going to the Hall of Fame because of what work they've done outside of WWE. When, you know, last year or the year before, they literally put in a porn director in Bill Bray Dudley. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Bill yeah. Bray Dudley is a... The things he always said when he was growing up was, I either want to be a professional wrestler or a porn director. Yeah. And he did it. Yeah. Um, it's fair. But, basically, what I'm... Like what I was thinking is, I think it's shocking that Tory Wilson is going into the Hall of Fame. A in general, but B before Sable. I don't think it's shocking that she's going in altogether. No, um, she's very recognisable, and she like she did. You know, she's a big name in wrestling. But she was practically SmackDown's entire women's division for four or five years yeah, as well. But all she done really was like getting a bikini. And kiss well, the Sable. same, the same thing can go for like and Stacey Keebler. Don't Marie. you forget Don Marie and Stacey Keebler for everyone else. Well, then, like, who was thing, just... I don't think Stacey Keebler should be in the Hall of Fame. She, like, she wasn't a wrestler, and the thing Anywhere, is, they're trying to with their whole women's evolution. They're trying to get away from the Tory Wilson style, the Stacey Keebler style. The but they're also trying to prove that women can't, yeah, women can wrestle, and they're not just people to look up. So, so why are they inducting women who couldn't wrestle? And are the antithesis of the current. Because China is division. going in this year, isn't she? With as as, as, the, as DX. Well, see, you got it. This is a bit of an issue I've got with this as well, and this has just been from being on WWE site before. Um, the official Hall of Fame picture for DX is just Sean and Trips. No, it is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. But they shown it on WWE TV. They they had the the official. The if you same as if you go to Harlem Heat, it's only one of them. Um, I can't remember what the which one it is now. I'm assuming it would be Stevie because Book is already in, but then I believe like it is Stevie. Of... I think it is Stevie. I, can't, I just, when I was glancing through before looking for picks, I didn't concentrate too hard on it. But DX was definitely just Triple H and Sean. I mean, to be fair, it's like if it's like a little thumbnail on the website, then they can't have, well, there'd be a bit of a. It would have been difficult to fit that. No, but I feel like with, with Triple H and Sean already well, predominantly sure. all over the site anyway. Yeah. And China not really having much of. But you have to have Triple H and Sean because they are DX. Yeah. Like, New Age Outlaws are as much a part of DX, but 
But if you were going to induct anyone into DX, it'd be Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and China. Because yeah. they that are the three DX, constants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, X Pac can go in with X Factor. They were just <laughs> very true. Uh, I look forward to just incredible speech. But yeah, so time. either way, um, back to uh, Sable, yes and or no. And also, uh, for Sable, um, do you really want to tell her husband that she can't go in the Hall of Fame? It's very true. Uh, well, you fucking already. Language. Um, he already threw the the title at Vince after WrestleMania, so if, and that was just because of disagreements. Do you imagine them telling him that you know, your wife's not good enough? Yeah, like he might I, go full. I don't think that's a good idea. But um, <clears throat> no, no, I I think yeah, I've got to agree. I think Sable Sable's definitely a good pick, and yeah. should go in. I can go. see it. Yeah, sound. Okay, Josh, who have you got next then? My second pick. Uh, it's similar to Kyle's first. Um, Matt Bloom. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, elaborate. Go on. Obviously quite a prominent figure during WWE's time. Yeah. Uh, in his actual career. Prince Albert was obviously a, a very, very... An unfortunate name. <laughs> was, I don't think it was unfortunate that he chose that quite wisely for the man he was. But... He was a um, well-known. Yeah. He had a pretty good career. Part of the greatest stable in professional wrestling history, as we have previously just spoken Learned about. Hit him with the X Factor. Um, I have got everything I ever wanted. I mean, I was thinking TNA. But even that TNA... Just because of the name. You know, Prince Albert had not been absolute world champion, had all these titles, but you still know a lot about him. Yeah. And, you know... Lord Tensai oh, was please, oh, something we can wipe off the repertoire, I think, and yeah, you know, everyone has their bad gimmick, as we said with Regal and everyone else before. And then his stuff in NXT, like watching all like the behind the scenes stuff on the network, no one's ever got a bad thing to say about him. No. He's always working hard, he's always supporting, you know, everyone loves him. He took that head trainer job, and there's a reason they gave him that job because of his, that his knowledge of the industry. Yeah. And, and like after Bill DeMott after all that stuff you need a nice guy you need someone who's like well revered and respected yeah you need and someone that will make you it. work hard but yeah. not take advantage of you yeah essentially. No, the, the, he didn't just do I think. he didn't just do WWE he, really, you know, he went to Japan yeah well, that was Giant the, Bernard that was the biggest point of his career when he was in Japan yeah, he but was the monster hero obviously in WWE for the longest time might not obviously probably won't recognise that but he's well travelled well worked he knows the industry well he had some pretty good tag teams had some pretty good matches and unfortunately nowadays the people that are probably you know were getting into wrestling about that time would have seen him dancing in some lingerie with Brodus Clay Brodus Clay and that's unfortunate I think he probably did definitely deserve a lot better than that but could you really name an overly bad Matt Bloom match could you say there's one there that goes that is going to go down in history as a terrible terrible match no, they were all no good. more so they than all, the Attitude Era yeah, they <laughs> all did exactly what they were supposed to do you know he was an intimidating looking man you could beat people up and look at the people that he works with now the likes of Triple H and Robbie Brookside Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels William Regal if he wasn't well liked and if he didn't have that knowledge and that capability to do it these people would not have kept them around and he would not still be there. No. There is a reason that man stands earlier today. And I think just from everything like Regal 
especially just for the stuff he's done for NXT, you know, he's never going to be making a comeback and he's never going to be back in that ring. But no. I think and he's with done... Any, with any luck, he'll never be back on the commentary table because I'm sorry. Yeah. If we're making bad, an but... argument for him to be in the whole time, we don't mention the commentary. Oh, yeah. So the last part of his run in the commentary, so basically just everything from when he went to Japan to when he became a trainer. Um, but I just think he's done you know a lot for the company and... He was one of them guys who, from what I've read, um, would never kick up a fuss if he was told to bow down and yeah. do something. You know, do if he needed to lie down and take a pin, he'd do it. You know, he, yeah, he did a good run. I just think he deserves it. I, I agree, yeah. That's I'm fair. going with yeah. I'll go with yeah. Cool. Excellent. It's me. Kyle, time to redeem yourself. Oh, should that. we just... Um, just before we give our final picks, should we just run down a couple of honourable honorable mentions... Anyone who you think you had on your mind, but on Santino Morella. Santino Morella, <laughs> long-term comedy character who was so over at one point that we believed he may actually eliminate Alberto Del Rio yeah. in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funaki. Funaki. <laughs> Just love what he turned well, up. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> I mean, I've got a fairly serious one. Okay. Dick the Destroyer Bayer. That's fair. I think he, he may be inducted as part of the Legacy Wing. Yeah, year. that's yeah, yeah. Oh, forgot about the legacy wing. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. He might be, if he's getting the WWE legacy wing, and he died recently, so that's another reason. But yeah, so I think it's a bit of a honorary mention. Um, that I don't think is in there yet. Um, Jillian Garcia. Lillian. Lillian. Lillian Garcia. Sorry. No, she's not in there. But yeah, I mean, she performed the. Uh, National Anthem. The National Anthem at like every Mania for 10 years or so. And she got to, she, well I say she got to perform it, she performed it on September 11th. September 11th. Oh, uh, first. Yeah, that's, that's first enough live. for her to, uh, oh, September 13th. Yeah. So, honourable mentions done. Kyle, who's your final pick? The original mainstream, well, one of the original mainstream crossovers for WWE, Cindy Lauper for the Celebrity Wing. Yeah, I mean, you you Don't think of the really eighties? Say about of, it. Well, you think of the eighties and celebrities involved with wrestling. You instantly think of Cindy Lauper. Instantly, like I mean, yeah, the whole WrestleMania shtick. Wendy reference Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I mean, big part of women's wrestling in the eighties. Yeah, and unfortunately, then it hit a really large hill. I don't yeah, no, have much not, to say about it. There's not much else saying that one. I think it's deserved. Everyone agree. in a world where Donald Trump, who hosted a WrestleMania and then shaved Vince McMahon's head, is in the Hall of Fame. Cindy I'm not Lauper a massive deserved. Donald Trump, Trump fan, right? I'm not going to get politics, onto politics. I'm not going to get onto the legal side of it. No. I'm not going to get into that. But um, I think any man who you know, if you take the politics out of it, if you shave Vince McMahon's head and make him look like that, you deserve to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that is the only reason that's why the only I believe reason. he should be in yeah. the Hall of Fame. Okay, <laughs> allow me to tra- <laughs> no, track no, back the no. Donald Trump part. Carry on. Drew Carey. Yeah. He... Hosted a Raw, entered the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Cindy Lauper deserved to be in the Snoop Hall of Fame Lamp, before Snoop Dogg or Drew Carey. I was about to say Snoop Dogg hosted a WrestleMania and a Raw. I love yeah, both of those men. He performed at a few WrestleManias and he well, yeah, took out... Sasha. Who did he take out when he... Santino. It wasn't Santino. It was. Maria, WrestleMania 24. Yeah. No, it was... Didn't he take out Chavo Guerrero? 
Anyway, back to the... Uh, so yeah, Cindy yeah. Lauper, it's a yes Cindy Lauper, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, Sam, your third and final? My third and final is... I, I'm not sure about it myself, but I'm going to say Jushin Thunder Liger because... Because he got to step in the ring with Tyler Breeze, the greatest of them all. Yeah, just because that alone. That's it. Yeah, that's, no, I, that's I my think, only yeah, justification. No, <laughs> no, um, arguably the cruiserweight. I mean, literally, ever. the thing is, Sting's in the WWE Hall of Fame, and they put him in because of his WCW career. I disagree. I think they put him in due to his excellent match with Triple H at WrestleMania 31. I like. I think you're both wrong. I think it was actually the excellent match of Seth Rollins. Where he, where he broke ended his, his career. Yeah. yeah, I think that was just what tipped him right in there. No, I mean the thing is they they put people in for work outside of WWE. Jushin Thunder Liger has had matches for WWE in the match at NXT Takeover against Tyler Breeze and his WCW stuff. And the reason why I'm putting him in for the Hall of Fame 2020 is because. Retirement. He's retiring at Wrestle Kingdom next year, which is January, and I'm assuming that his contractual obligations with New Japan may have run out by the time Hall of Fame comes around, so there's no problem with inducting him and The stuff only like that. issue I could think of with the contract-wise, I could see New Japan being like, yeah, I'll induct him, whatever. I could see, I don't think he'll have ended his contract because he currently does commentary as far as I'm aware. For the Japanese yes, side. Yes, he does, he does, yeah. So I think with something like there. that, I don't think New Japan will actually argue much with it. I think they might just go, he, he deserves it, go let him and do it. Yeah. yeah. I think for something like that, I don't think contracts are going to be a massive thing. They're going to let him be appreciated. Yeah. Um, but I've got to agree with the whole Sting thing because I feel like the reason Sting is in is because of his contributions to wrestling in, in general. Yeah. I mean, he's, he had, what, three matches for WWE? Yeah, but he did appear as a statue. <laughs> and that is not... That is actually broke. <laughs> that is not a picture of Sting. No, that's not Sting. That's a picture of Sting. The greatest line of commentary of all time. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Layfield. But, um, no, I think I think there's quite a few um, in the Hall of Fame at the minute that have come from WCW. Probably didn't have the best WWE career, but still got into the Hall of Fame. Oh, like... Um, but I think just for Liars overall contribution to wrestling I think the amount of people he's influenced I think the amount of people that now wrestle in WWE who have learned something from him or have um, you know inspired by him yeah he deserves it I think there's no really plus let's not forget about PWG and the uh, 10 man train the, the thumb up the butt train featuring was... Tommaso Ciampa and a lot more of the Thailand? WWE roster yeah, I'm pretty yeah. certain. Yeah, Pete Dunne was in it. Yeah, there was quite Ricochet? a few. Ricochet? Uh, maybe. Mm. I know, yeah, I know Champa was in there. Pete, yeah, because Pete Dunne was the last one. He was, like, reluctant to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it just kind of proves that even though you've got something so stupid as this happening. Um, yeah, so um, Matt Riddle, Chucky uh, T. Brian Kendrick, Chucky T. Jeff Cobb, Cedric Alexander, Tommy End. Tommaso Ciampa, Liger, obviously. Um, Tommy, Tommaso Ciampa dressed as a cat, can we not? They're all dressed as cats. I know, but it's still <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, psycho. The hardest man on the planet. Yeah, but, 
Or are you just trying to figure out who the other one is? A large... I'm, I'm assuming it's Trent. I think it's Tony Orkin. Is it? Pretty certain. Uh, hang on. This is going to make just some van. great audio. I mean, yeah. either way. So, I was trying to let you carry on while I did think it's a good spot. But that whole... Even that spot itself... The fact he could do stupid things like that and still be and still be recognised as one, yeah. I think, yeah, he's he's only had, you know, can you call it a handful of matches in WWE? I mean, the only one I could think of is Breeze. Is he? Is it a handful? I'm pretty sure that's the only match he's had. Yeah, but in WWE, to be fair, if it's a really big match, that is a handful. Yeah, (laughs) and it was a really good match. I mean, it was always going to be. I was actually really happy when they announced that, and it was Tyler Breeze who got. I think Tyler Breeze match. deserved that that rub. Um, the problem I have with it is look where Tyler Breeze is now. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not to do with him getting in the ring with Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan, yeah, that was the tenth man. Anyway, let's let's get away from that train. But anyway, uh, less about thumbs and buttholes, Josh. Uh, no, no. Like a yes or no? Like yes. A, yes. 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 Cool. Josh, uh, Josh, who's your final? Uh, I'm gonna go for what I think is a bit of an obvious one and try and sell out for some points here. Uh, I'm going for Mr. Mediocre Action Movie himself, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. The fact that he's not in there already was a bit of a shock and surprise to us. I. I I presume yeah, would they, be. we all we all presume that he um, went in, in like 2009 when Austin did, but he's no didn't. longer can be considered a full-time wrestler, no. um, and you know he is now focusing mainly on the movies. And I, there's not much you can say about it really, is it? It's the way the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the arguably wrestler. on the Mount Rushmore of WWE. Arguably, I yeah, he's definitely on my Mount Rushmore. Of I mean, WWE. he's not on my he personal was, one, but. He was, in he terms was the of coolest notability, like, yeah. yeah. He was the coolest back then, though. He was the guy everyone wanted to be in the playground. Like, well, you either had two sides. You're a Stone Cold guy or a Rock guy. I was a Stone Cold, but yeah. he was still, <laughs> I still find him one of the coolest guys that were in the roster, you know. Yeah. And he got things over, like, a bloody running elbow drop. Yeah. You know, the Rock the rock Bottom originally was not meant to be a serious move, but he made that a serious finisher. The Rock Bottom. The Rock Bottom wasn't either. And the people's elbow that was a, a rib between the guys and he got it over catchphrases like boots to asses mm. and it sold merchandise on it like you know every time he comes back Smackdown. it's a big deal Smackdown the whole TV the show whole itself TV yeah show is the man has a word in the dictionary at the end of the day yeah Smackdown, Smackdown is in there is in because the of him yeah <laughs> and <laughs> that's, just, that's mad I didn't know that yeah, and like you know, we had two video games after him. Shut your mouth. I mean, technically, no. every video game up until Smackdown. WWE 12. Oh, oh, yeah. Every yeah, video Smackdown game. Smackdown, your role. Yeah. You know, They're both. Again, yeah. Technically, because of him, yeah. Every um, video game up until WWE 12 was named after The Rock. Technically, because they were yeah. all Smackdown versus Raw or what have you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, had, he's had a massive... I say every video. Every I mean, there is some Smackdown. stuff we can get annoyed at. The whole interfering in the WrestleMania headline Yeah, I was that. I was to set up a match that. for the next year, to then have that same year that's advertised as, you know... One time. Once, right? once in a once lifetime, a to happen again the year after. And, you know, coming down to try and save Roman in the Rumble and getting hated on. And can't sometimes, really fault The Rock for that one. No, no but you can't. Things like that's coming out and setting his own name on fire... <laughs> can't fault him for that because I nearly fell asleep 
<laughs> you know, the man didn't know how to use a flamethrower and stuff like that. Like, as long as he doesn't do it on the Hall of Fame ceremony itself. Well, yeah, that's we can't really hold it against him. That we are holding against him. It still is the most deserving to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, it really, honestly, it was, it was a massive shock when I found out he wasn't. I, I literally had to look through the Hall of Fame two, three times and go, have I missed it? Is he under a different name for some strange reason? Yeah. And he's not. And I just think he's still, obviously, he is active. He can still wrestle. He's still fit. He's still, you know, you look at the man, he's better than he's ever been. You know? Yeah. I just think you could put him on any event and put his name on it and it's going to sell. And to have that draw still when you've not been in the ring properly for what? When was the last time he was properly a full-time wrestler? 10? 2003. 2003. Well, oh. Full-time, 2003. So, yeah. I mean, last time he had, like, a big run was 2013 when he beat Punk for the title. And and he went to see Tina and everyone else. So, that's six years ago. 15 years ago since he was a full-timer. Yeah. Six years ago since he actually made it, you know... He's got the quickest WrestleMania match in history. Six seconds, Eric Rowan. Yeah. And if he does never step into the ring again, Eric Rowan will share the illustrious honour along with Baron Corbin of the most disappointing retirement match in history. More <laughs> on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Rock, we're going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It's the Rock. Of course, 100%. Excellent. So that is our Hall of Fame picks for 2020. Now moving on, still talking about something that will happen over the WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania itself. It's getting a bit long, isn't it, boys? Oh, it's so long. <laughs> it's so long. It's painfully long. I mean, it's going to be a two-hour pre-show. It may be three. We don't know yet. But then there's a five-hour main show. We're looking at seven hours. And for those of us who are going to the pub to watch it, I'm going to have to be on the Jaeger bombs. <laughs> To survive, which the is... thing is though, like, I understand like for Americans and the people over there, it starts at like four in the afternoon. They're done by like yeah. 10, 10, 11. 10, 11. They can go over maybe midnight. At the moment, it starts yeah. at ten o'clock for us over here in Britain. The pre-show starts at ten p.m. It it, it starts to get until light four five a.m. It's do light I mean? out by people the time we work. get out. We've got things to do. Like, but it's not even WrestleMania that. weekend, honestly. It's like having a holiday. I need a holiday after it. Yeah. You're absolutely With takeovers done. and every other promotion putting on another event and Hall of Fame ceremony and an, an eight-hour show at this rate. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to become, literally at some point, WrestleMania weekend. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I figured out that already at WrestleMania, there's going to be 14 matches. Like, that's, say... With a potential w- to go to 17. 17, 18. And, like... Obviously, there's the matches that have been announced, and there's only like say seven or eight. I'm not sure at this point, but then there's matches like the SmackDown Women's Title match, which hasn't been announced yet, but is going to be on the show. Intercontinental US, which has the just WWE been announced, title. The WWE title hasn't been announced yet. As of, as of Kofi no time of record, yeah, obviously. But Kofi lost the gauntlet last night. Has been announced. There's still another match to be announced that has not been done. Last night we had announced that it was going to be the US title on it. I mean, we haven't got either of the tag belts on the show yet and it's two weeks out from Wrestlemania they don't but they're making up for that because they give us a fatal four way tag team match including Nia Jackson to be there oh my god and if that's not sending your Wrestlemania weekend that is, home that happy. has to be on the pre-show I'm sorry that has to be on the pre-show Nia. <laughs> he looked at the talent that, and it went 
Do you is know what? that not the match that Beth Phoenix is coming out of retirement for, though? Yeah, yeah but I can still see so that that's on the not pre-show. going on the pre-show. It's... You bring a Hall of Famer out of retirement. That if you ah, put that on the yeah. pre-show, you deserve slapping. Based off last night's SmackDown, say so we're filming this the day after uh, Kofi. Kofi's the match. Match, yeah. uh, the 19th, the iconics. Uh, 19th of March episode of SmackDown. Yeah, uh, the right. iconics. 20th. I, it makes no difference. 19th. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, the iconics now have a pinfall victory over the tag champs. The tag champs, not clean, but they have a they have victory a over them. Um, that's it. So I'm presuming they're going to be the fourth team added. Um, and really, when you watch WrestleMania, you know, to me, WrestleMania does scream. Natalia, Nia Jax, and Tamina. <laughs> and that's really what I'm excited to say up to three, four, five, maybe six o'clock in the morning to watch. And it just. It is. What's the so point? Like, what, well, what are they I, getting from it? I can guarantee that I'm going to have to go into work at half nine, ten o'clock in the morning, the night after WrestleMania. It's going to finish at about 5 a.m. I'm not going to get to sleep for another hour because I'm going to have I to think travel based back off to the my rumble, house. I actually think we're going to be looking to close to 6am based off the rumble. I'm going to cry. I'm just going to stay up rumble, drunk what time did we finish? What, what time did the rumble finish over here this year? I think it actually finished at about 4, half, half, four. four half four. Yeah. So I think to big up that you're going to have to go at least an hour so that's half five. But the rumble the morning, only had one match on the pre-show didn't it? No two. Two matches. So it was a tag title match and the cruiserweight. Yeah, and don't forget away. though, we've we've got obviously we've got the performance by Elias as well that he's announced last night, um, or on Monday, sorry. But we've also got to listen to, well, say listen to, have go pro- to the bar for Flow Rider. Is he? Is he? Mister Worldwide? No, not yet. But I'm sure he will. It's WrestleMania. <laughs> it's WrestleMania. And then we've got probably got a Taker match that hasn't been announced yet. So that's another 45 minutes while he makes his way to the ring. Um, we'll have to have a 63 minute Triple H entrance when he tries to sell one he's got a bigger dick than everyone else in the world um, and hopefully Rusev drives in on a tank I mean Just that's fair. a good thing though that's one of the pecs of it all but and I'm personally what I'm looking forward to is Finn Balor not having a match being sat in the crowd like John Cena last year was only he's just not going to have one. He's just going to sit there with a bevy. And get just, absolutely annihilated. Just get annihilated. <laughs> and then in the main event, come in, hit Brock Lesnar across the uh, shops, no, and the then just get is... on the microphone and be like, this is terrible. <laughs> and then be done with it. The thing is, though, right, have you ever... When you said main event, I thought you were going to talk about the women's triple threat and just get in and slap Oh, no, 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 yeah. The... No, we're not ruining that. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but have you guys ever, ever looked through the WWE Network and gone... This is not worth nine ninety nine. No. Yeah, I've looked at it and gone. I I haven't because of how much stuff there is, and like as a massive wrestling fan, I just go, oh, I want to watch this obscure match from two thousand six. Yeah, I've and then never I go, gone through the network and gone. You know what? This is not enough. I need them at least eight hours of wrestling in one show on this thing. Uh, I see, I see, where, you see where your point is coming now. From now yeah. Yeah. No. no, I get you. Have you ever watched the pay-per-view and gone, I just don't think I've got my 999s worth out of this pay-per-view. Yeah, most pay-per-views actually these days. But I feel like I've got £5 worth. Like. Yeah, but that's usually down to the content, not the length. Like, mm. I just think eight hours. The length is too much and the content isn't good enough if for the most me, part. If it was an eight-hour show split up into two shows, you gave me WrestleMania Part 1 on a Saturday and a WrestleMania Part 2 on a Sunday. Well... I'd They've be entirely down with it. on Saturday. Friday this year. 
Friday? It's a Friday. Yeah. It's a Friday. Yeah. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Give me the takeover on a Friday. Give me part one on a Saturday and part two on a Sunday. Give me time to sleep and see my family and, you know, make sure everyone's alright in the world. <laughs> and I'll roll with it. I'm okay with that. But eight hours is... And it's such a long time to sit there and watch it. I know you can pause it now and everything. But, you know... Or you could do what I do and just go to the toilet and completely miss Asker's undefeated streak ending. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. No, but like Kyle wasn't ready for Asker. <laughs> no, Kyle was ready. Kyle's bladder was not. <laughs> no, the um, the thing is, they're making the shows longer, and they just literally need to look at NXT to see that length isn't always the best. <laughs> And also, look <laughs> this at is Seth one of the Rollins. reasons that I'm <laughs> dreading SmackDown moving to Friday night of Fox because it's going to get to three hours in it. Are they moving to Fridays already? Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with the Fox deal, to be honest. Yeah, it's the plan. And you reckon it's money through the money at it? You mean the Disney hours. deal? I think you'll find it's a Disney deal, deal now. No, um, I don't know if they were in. Oh my god. It, 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 quiet by that, don't worry. Let's, let's just. Does not... this mean Becky Lynch is a Disney princess? Mate, this means that the aliens from Alien are Disney princesses. Oh yeah. Well, this is no. Yeah. Is it 20th century Fox. Uh, anyway, that's not. This important. means Lisa. <laughs> this means Lisa Simpson is a Disney princess, I'll and that everything is right with the world. But yeah, no, I just think eight hours. Too By the time much, it gets to the much. matches that I'm going to want to care about, the main events, the gonna big matches, so I'm going to be drained. I'm really drunk. Yeah, and but you're more, not going to know if, what's going if, on. Even if you weren't drinking and you were, you know, upstanding members of the society, <laughs> um, when it comes to doing the end of like an eight hour stint of watching wrestling, you ain't going to care. I no. struggle to you sit through I mean? three hours. I've not watched an episode of Monday Night Raw in about a year. And that's why Possibly. our listeners should definitely take advice from you. NXT not a full episode. Takeover. Takeovers are two hours long. It's perfect. I think the longest got... has been two and a half, hasn't it? Which I think was. Yeah, that was probably New Orleans, I'm sure. New Orleans, I think, went two and a half. I know it was it's perfect. perfect because all the matches are really good. There's a good story behind every single match, and they just absolutely like, kill it all. Why the time. do I need to watch? And this is not against the women when I say this, because I want to do one about the men's as well. But why do I need to watch a women's battle royale that achieves nothing and gives you nothing at the end of it? Why do I need to watch a battle royale of someone they've just remembered about winning for the name of Andre the Giant? When, as far as I'm aware, Andre the Giant was never a massive part of the battle royal scene. No. And they yeah, he was. He was eliminated by himself in a Royal Rumble because Jake Roberts brought a snake out. Exactly. But they then give everyone this massive trophy. What has it done? What has the trophy... Where has it got anyone? It's it so has far. provided us with the moment of that one security guard stopping Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski get over the barricade. Linda. Maybe. Linda, well, I think that's it what it calls a holly. I think it to her as. Yeah, I think that might be her. Recognised. The same one who caught Enzo, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that... I, that was her as well. I, I did her? watch yeah, his yeah, shoot yeah. interview. <laughs> I did and he, watch her. He literally is... He does mention, like, she didn't take me off my feet. She did not take me if off my feet. Very defensive was Enzo. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just don't see the... No. For me, I just think... Give me the TakeOver special. Yeah. Or just make WrestleMania shorter. Because that's the thing. We leave wherever we are I mean, saying, watching TakeOver. We leave satisfied and going, that was great. That was amazing. And it's a good 
three hours shorter than a main roster pay-per-view. And every time we finish a main roster pay-per-view, we go, that was so long and not worth it. I mean, there's the odd exception where the it's Royal like, Rumble that is was... the only exception in in that. But you know, main. like if there's an exceptionally good show, we go, that was good, but it could have been shorter. I mean, WrestleMania's been getting longer for the every year for the past probably six years now, yeah. give or take. Uh, I haven't missed one. <laughs> no, <'cause, laughs> no, because I have. They've got us by yeah, the they have creeps, and they know we're gonna pay for it. They know we're gonna stay up. It just drains us. We don't need it to be that long. No. But then again, if they don't change the length, it doesn't matter because we're still going to watch it. It's very true. But, yeah, it's it's just too long. Basically, what we are is your traditional people who are going to complain about things, but we're not going to do a damn thing about it. And it's still going to so be we the like most important thing in our life. British. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's too much. Um, give us less, you know less matches at a better higher quality and we'll be happy I guess yeah. anyway moving on Rogue emoji moving so on so on the same wavelength as Wrestlemania being too long <laughs> um, and matches that probably no one wants to see in their life Angle vs Corbin <laughs> it's just disappointing the fact that Kurt Angle's wife has come out on Twitter and said it's very underwhelming Kurt Angle came out on Twitter and said it's very underwhelming. I mean, I didn't see Kurt Angle's <laughs> thing, but it just we've seen it like maybe not a singles match Kurt versus Corbin on this level, but the whole who's the general manager of Raw with Constable Corbin. None um, of the above go away. The thing is, though, like, Angle Angle can't go as well as he used to. No, he can't. And it's obvious you could see it in his matchup with with Gable. Um, on Monday night um, Gable was doing a lot of the carrying there and don't be wrong I'm sure Angle was the one that was in charge and he was you know dictating the match dictating the match Gable and, was yeah but he was he was holding it in and he was making sure it went right and yeah. Um I think that's what you need I don't think Corbin's the one for that no you need someone who is extremely good in the ring who like say an AJ Styles or Maybe a Finn Balor. I'm not saying that these people should be his retirement match, but with how how Kurt Angle is right now, you need someone like that to carry the match. Baron Honestly, well, when you as think good as Angle... he is in the ring, as boring as his character is, like forget that he's good in the ring. Baron but he's Corbin not the one may have the match. genuinely one of the best move sets for his character in the entire business. Yeah, he has maybe three or four big moves, and then he works within his limitations. That's very Baron very Corbin good. for me um, is one of the the most improved wrestlers since coming on the main roster. He's, he's very good in the ring. He is good. That's not what we're saying. It's he, just I'm saying it boring. still to me does not give him the right to have this match. No, if you're gonna call it. back to a story, call back to a story that's worth calling back for. That's the thing. The whole Corbin what about 2000, 2003? I mean, if you're gonna call back to anything. You call back to Cena. Cena. Cena was, was Cena's first televised match was Angle. You call back to literally anyone else. The thing is, the 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 start of the Angle Corbin feud was over the general managership of Raw, and then that led indirectly to 
Seth Rollins coming out on Raw saying Raw has been terrible. Yeah. Everything's been awful. Morale backstage is terrible. And then that led to the McMahons coming out and going, yes, we're sorry that Raw has been so bad. We're back in charge and we're going to give you what you want. That all stemmed stemmed from the Corbin Angle feud. So why have they gone, I know what people want at WrestleMania. They want Kurt Angle in his last match against Baron Corbin. After what that feud caused, it just... If anyone believe that it's actually going to be this match... I mean, I'm not... I'll be the first to admit that I don't think that it will be. I mean... But I could see them just being that tone deaf that it will be. I've seen I've seen some sources on Twitter say apparently it's not a swerve. Because a lot of people thought it is, it is a swerve. But I've seen a lot of sources say no, it's not a swerve and they are planning on going ahead with... Corbin versus Angle. I mean, I think it's... the only way you're going to do it if it's that, if it's Angle versus Corbin, uh, has to be quick win. And Angle goes into another match. Cena comes out, or someone comes out and challenges him. It has to be. Uh, it depends. Such underwhelming match, and it goes on. It really depends on how high they are on Corbin. If they're high on Corbin, I mean, have I'm... Corbin murder him. Because this is a broken down old man at the end of the day. Have Corbin absolutely kill him. Have Kurt have the emotional farewell. I think Corbin should be going with Ambrose. No, I... I... Drew's got uh, Reigns. Give Corbin to Ambrose. Let them... They can probably make a fairly decent match. Ambrose ain't got anything else going on for Mania. That would have to be on the pre-show. It's fine. I mean... No, 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 no. We've already had Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. Oh, God, we have, yeah. 30, oh, yeah. 33. And it inter- wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. So no. I think they've learned the lesson from that one. But it should be, somehow he gets taken out and it should become a Kurt Angle Invitational to retire him. And then John it. Cena comes out and says, and Angle seen. asks, what have you got to give? And John Cena says, says, ruthless aggression. aggression. No. That is how this works. No. If it's gonna, if they're gonna do that, it's like, what have you got to give? Cena will say the three eyes instead of ruthless aggression. Just make it come full circle and a tribute to Kurt Angle. You won't say ruthless aggression. He'll say the three eyes, and then Kurt Angle will be like, "Well, I have ruthless Fed aggression." Now you're Olympic dog. slam. But yeah, you know, Cena got buried last year. By Undertaker, what's he got to lose at this WrestleMania? He needs a decent match and something to be a bit more memorable. And he needs a win. You can't have Cena lose, Cena lose two years on a run. And Kurt Angle's an old school wrestler. He's got it on his back. And I don't want to see Corbin being the one that puts him there. No. That, that is the thing. We know that Kurt's going to lose. I mean, either Shelton Benjamin offered in the match on Twitter. The world went mental. Genuinely, I'd handicap match. Get Charlie Haas out of retirement. Chad Gable. World's greatest tag team. him that match. And said it backstage. I, in a backstage not, interview. But the thing is... Chad Gable is not on the level for a WrestleMania singles match. I'm not saying he's not good enough. I'm saying he's not over enough. He's not popular enough. He's um, very mid-card. I think if you said it was going to be Angle uh, Gable, I think it'd go down very well. He is Angle. At the end Honestly, of the day. he is. Yeah. Honestly, I think we go full circle. Kurt Angle won a gold medal on a broken freaking neck. We get his son Jason Jordan <laughs> to beat Kurt Angle with a. 
injured freaking neck. End of career, done. Full circle, life is good. Circle of life, come by our. So just funny that... And Jason Jordan brings out a DNA test to go, I'm not actually your son. And then Peter Griffin comes out to give a... So I just, for, just for anyone who's, who's listening to the show right now, I'm just going to promise you that um, from now on, um, neither Sam nor Kyle will be able to make suggestions on this show. <laughs> um, they'll revoke their rights to do that. Where dreamers don't stay... Uh, stay <laughs> <laughs> Where dreamers don't stifle our creativity. I'm just going to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it definitely shouldn't be Corbin, and I, hope, I really hope they don't have a way of fixing it. And... To get someone better in, and as we're not the WWE creative team, to, we don't care who it is, just someone better. You deal with is, that, that's this your is job. How you know, and um, I think it was it must have been on a cultaholic video or a wrestling article I read before. Oh my god, that's our competition. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think I was, I was I heard this before on another podcast or a, an article. Um, it was in Chicago on Monday, was it not? I mean, I'm not yeah, sure. I, I believe oh, it was yeah, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, I know what you're going for. And the decision was mm. that bad that they managed to get Chicago to shout for John Cena. That's impressive. And if you can get a Chicago wrestling crowd to chant for John Cena, you know you've done something wrong. That, yeah, that is bad, but good. So it just proves that yeah, this is not... The fact that they went with We Want Cena rather than, you know, the traditional Chicago slash every other smart crowd. This is the this is I was gonna say CM Punk. You've you know. got a Chicago crowd to get that annoyed at your product that they've chanted for John Cena. You know you've messed up. Who they have a burning effigy of in the it's, middle of the city. If you're <laughs> if you're not hearing a single CM Punk chant, that means that they are so far past your bullcrap. They are just sick of the product that much and they're chanting for John Cena. You need to have a little think about what you're putting yeah. out. You need to go home and rethink your life. You know? It's like if you took Paul It's like if you took Paul Heyman in front of a Philadelphia crowd and they chanted for John Cena, you know he's doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, probably not Paul. Paul would never do anything wrong. It's the creative team. Tell that to the ECW finances. Uh, yes, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So yeah, so that one covered right Kyle I'll let you introduce this next part because this is something that you are quite passionate about and me and Sam are quite unaware about at the minute WWE's graphics team are completely inept let's list the two things just on this Wrestlemania card that they've managed to screw up graphics wise I mean I know I am aware of these three I believe there was three from this Monday I, I right. missed this Monday's Raw, so the third you will have to enlighten I me. I mean, I'm I'm on to the uh, the Brock Lesnar situation with Brock, his face being the wrong they, face they for the pose. photoshopped yeah. Brock Lesnar's face onto Brock Lesnar, but they've not lined his face up with his own face. So basically, his head is sort of facing left, and his face is facing, facing centre, yeah. and so it just looks very wrong. If you're familiar with the old game no mercy from the 90s it his face is one of is base he's basically a no mercy character at this point <laughs> it does look like he's gone to turn into position for the photograph and there's been a glitch yeah, yeah. they're and doing a panoramic photo and it's just not worked 
yeah, it. There was a few from Monday night I've seen over. I mean, I, I saw I saw um, a tweet off. I think it was maybe Mafu, and he was like, or he retweeted it or something, saying multi-million dollar company and a picture of the Brock Lesnar graphic. Yeah, it, it just looks like a video game. A it's, bad glitch. It's, um, yeah, I don't know what happened to these graphics and why they needed photoshopping. Um, Batista versus Triple H. Batista's got no nipples! <laughs> On the photograph, we're not Out breaking context. any kind of news here. Yeah. Um, we're not saying that Batista's had someone a pointed surgery. Out, someone pointed out on Twitter that um, it's Triple H's body from like 2008-2009 with his current face photoshopped on it. Is it? Oh. And I don't see why you'd step most of him into a time machine and not just go, hey, Triple H has got hair again. I've got to give it Look to his, whoever noticed that Triple H's body was not the same as it was in 2009. I mean, to be fair, it's, this is the graphics department that every time Ric Flair's on a show use 2003 Ric Flair to advertise it mm-hmm. Good uh, it's just I, why no I just but they, they've been renowned for this for a few years there's been plenty of issues with I don't know if it's the same team who do the um, the on screen graphics so for instance the uh like name cards and I mean I'm assuming statistics it is. and stuff. I presume it's the same team and they've been well known to mess up. Yeah. And they've been well known to have the wrong things in there. Um and when you're a company of that size you, you, you can't, can't make them errors. You know you're gonna get called out on the internet for it. Um currently sitting here, Kyle's just pulled up on the laptop a um a gif. Unforgiven Unforgiven two thousand and two I will flash this gif up onto the screen um, during the segment so you can see what we're talking about along with some of the images from the show. So it's um, Intercontinental Championship match Unforgiven was 2002 you so. say? Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair versus Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho being the champion at the time and they have... <laughs> they don't have a graphic with him with the belt. So basically what they've done here is they've um, they've got Jericho to do a little video of him Flexing and because this was back in the day when they had moving moving graphics graphics, for Um, the pre match, and instead of doing doing something with the belt, which they obviously hadn't had time to film or shoot, they've just photoshopped the IC title over him very um, badly, very badly onto his shoulder. And the movement that he's doing, as you can probably see from on screen, if you're an audio listener, then I apologize, you have to try and find it yourself, but um. He's doing a lot of flexing and moving his arms about and punching the his hands is, together. The belt is and not the, moving with him. The belt is just is sitting on his chest. Um, and I'm sure there is lots and lots and lots of different examples of this. Oh, there must be. I mean, I've, I'm fairly certain once the, uh, the graphics stop is, moving, when they add like the still images of wrestlers, they and do they... The, same with the title Just length. put the title on them and it looks terrible. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know that there's There's, many there's of a them. few. I think um, John Cena had a, a, quite a famous one. Probably, yeah. Um, well, I mean, he's always got a title, so... Or he where I think title. it had literally been... He had the match on the Sunday pay-per-view. And on the, the belt, Raw. And on the Raw, it was the exact same photo. Just um, with the belt plastered on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just... Plastered, yeah, plastered over, and it was just 
they're around all the time. Just, just shoot it. Yeah. Shoot it properly. You mean, for example, this fast lane graphic in which ah, Leo yes. Rush's arm is getting a women's title shot, and also half of Mandy Rose's body is missing yeah. underneath Asuka's or arm. Or Mandy Rose is wearing a really weird top. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. You've got to be more careful when the, you put it out. That's the thing. How did the Leo Rush arm get into that photo? Because, unless you know you're actually looking for it, I stared at that image a few times and not noticed it straight away. No, but if even if you just look at I, I can just see. If if you're not known as Leo Rush's arm, it's like, why is Mandy Rose's arm so much thicker than what it is? And why is half of it tattooed? Like, <laughs> I... Like the the one the bit underneath um, Asuka's arm, like Mandy's easy torso, to miss. that's easy to miss. The Leah Rush arm, I don't know how that even got onto the photo. Like, if you get a photo of Mandy Rose and Asuka, how does Leah Rush get in there? Again, I'll flash this image up on the screen for you guys if you're watching, so you can um, you can see what we're talking about. But um, it's considering you're coming from a team. <coughs> multi-million dollar company like WWE's productive production team the video production team the video editors they've got their of choice the, of the best but they, their video team their video package team makes some of the best video packages oh yeah ever I mean if you watch every Raw every Smackdown up until Wrestlemania and you're not really into a feud that video package at the start of the match will instantly make you go, oh, I can't wait for this match. Yeah. Just the way they put it together and like and the hype they every are. Year. I don't bother watching full WWE shows in the week. But every year it's something that you go, I don't really care about this match and you watch that that pre-show little clip they put together for it and you, you're invested. Like that's the So why are they, can't they do the same kind of thing with a With their graphics. Yeah. It's, it, it is stupid. But like that's the thing with the, the video packages before the matches, I I look at old stuff with like rose tinted glasses. Say if I'm going back on a pay per view and watching that over again, and I haven't watched the say the rolls or the smackdowns leading up to it, and I just see the video package, I'm thinking, geez, WWE was so much better back in the day. Which yeah, it was, but yeah, like, it's so like, much better. If you go back to like say '99. The Raws were easier to watch because the matches were only about three, four minutes long. Which isn't great. Which isn't great. Yeah. But you go back to a pay-per-view and they make it seem the greatest build-up ever because you're missing 90% of the mid-card filler that has made up that show. Yeah. Like, you don't see... If you don't watch the build-up, you miss the Mark Henry hand. You miss (laughs) Katie Vick. You miss all of the absolute crap that comes with wrestling because you just see what essentially the WWE propaganda team want you to see. No, they, they do make everything seem a lot better. All I've got to say is in 1992, they managed to make Jurassic Park. And that was some of those realistic dinosaurs I've ever seen. That oh, was yeah. 1992. This is 2019 and they can't even put nipples on a man. No, 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 the nipples He's already got nipples. They've taken them off him. This is what I mean. Like, like, they've confiscated his <laughs> nipples. I just don't understand why. Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. Why do you need to Photoshop him? Yeah. The man is terrifying enough. What do you need to do to his body? 
and why was his face not scary enough for you? Because I don't think I've ever legitimately seen Brock Lesnar smile the apart from is, the time he's hurt surely, surely, <laughs> surely there are enough images WWE own of Brock Lesnar front-facing with the WWE Universal Championship. Because that's what I think they've done. They've got a picture well, of him facing away and then put one of him... Uh, Looking forward. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, cut this bit. All right. No, so what I've done, they've surely got enough front-facing images of Brock Lesnar with the Universal Championship. And what it looks like they've done is they've got a picture of him facing away or, like, looking to the left and gone, no, we don't want that. We want him looking at the camera, like, looking towards staring the Staring in his soul. Staring at the fourth wall. And it's like, okay, but surely you've got enough photos of him with that title doing that. You could you use the same photo it. of Brock Lesnar every time he makes an appearance and no one would notice because it's that far between. Mm. <laughs> it's very true. The man's no, had it's... that title for about two years and he's wrestled maybe ten matches. Yeah. I just think if you're going to start putting graphics out for something as big as your biggest show of the year, you need to have a little, little team that just inspects the photos Quality control. Yeah, quality control. Yeah, it'll take two minutes to just look at that and go, why has he got little nipples? Why is his face <laughs> not on his face properly? And why have you used the wrong body? And I'm sure there'll be many more to come. And if you guys know of any more, you know, absolutely great ones, then by all means tweet us and send them to us. It'll be great to see. But I just think, you know, you wouldn't put it on a t-shirt like that. So why put it on the internet? Why put it on to where they get the absolute nick ripped out of them? That's the thing. It goes out to millions of people. Like... And, no, look, and this is not a, like, like I understand that the graphics aren't a massive part of the ref- wrestling, and it's not it doesn't no, change it's, the it's match, marketing. But it's the yeah, it's what I mean. Like a company that big, you really can't be affording to make mistakes like that. And you need to sell everyone on your event, and if it has any blemishes on the advertising campaign, people are going to notice it. If again. you don't care about your event enough to look over the promotional pictures, yeah. why should I care enough to spend eight hours exactly. watching it when well, you can't spend eight seconds looking at a photo and going, why is that man not got nipples? I mean, we're still going to spend the eight hours watching the event regardless. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just only if Batista's got nipples. That is my I can assure point. you, he does no, have no. nipples. At this, <laughs> at this point, I'm not watching if he's got nipples. I'm watching if he doesn't have nipples. Your promotional materials have told me that he doesn't have nipples. I'm not watching False if he has them. <laughs> Batista comes out with nipples, we're suing. So, now it's time for our final segment of the week. And this is our controversial thought of the week. So, each week, one of us will take a turn of putting our controversial wrestling thought out with it to be to do with an event that's coming up, uh, an event that's just happened, a way something should play out, and um, I'm going to try and pitch it to the other people. So this week, Sam will be starting us off this week. He is our uh, week one controversy. And he says week, it might be month, it might be week, we'll find out. <laughs> um, so my controversial thought of the week, or month, whatever, uh, is that Brock Lesnar should retain the Universal Championship over Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Before I give my reasoning, anyone want to... I don't agree, so... You're a heathen? Yeah, okay. Uh, That's what I was expecting to hear. I'm not saying that I don't like Seth or that I particularly like Brock and I don't agree with the booking. But there's the potential to have 
too many babyface title wins. Becky Lynch will win the Raw Women's yeah. title. Kofi should win the SmackDown. It's time to pull the trigger on Kofi. Like it's, it's the only it's the only time that it can happen. Seth has been world champion before. He's main event at WrestleMania, technically. Um, I just I think if you're gonna do it, it's gotta be that match that Seth doesn't win. And also, Brock is one of those where he beat Roman last year and no one expected it. And we all sort of got over it a little bit. Not got over it, but just went, yeah. oh yeah, it's WWE. I think it's it Brock wasn't Lesnar. more it was more not getting over it, it was just complete apathy on the Roman Reigns project as of twenty eighteen. Yeah. But And then we saw it about six more times in the next few months. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do want that title off Brock. But I just think WWE need to put in a massive swerve. Because the, the main title matches in <clears throat> WrestleMania are far too predictable right now. You say that, I can see Daniel Bryan retaining against Kofi. I can see Daniel Bryan retaining against Kofi and Kofi taking it on Monday. Monday Raw. Monday? Oh, Tuesday, sorry. On the SmackDown. Oh, okay. Um, on Tuesday to be in the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the SmackDown. I, I do agree that someone... It can't Needs be. A, to lose. I mean, I'd love it if it's WrestleMania. It, you can do what the, the hell you want at WrestleMania, as he's proven over the years. Mm. Um, and you could have a whole babyface win card. That'd be great. And I want to see the title off Brock. But the other thing for me is, the build just makes me not care. I keep forgetting it's on the card. That's yeah. very true. I was more hyped for the Shield getting back together than I am this yeah. match. And yeah. I keep thinking that's what they're back together for good now. And it's going to be a Shield match at Mania, but. It's thing. not, it's Lesnar Rollins, and it's like, I should be hyped for it. That's, that's the thing. There's three main events at WrestleMania. There's the Royal Women's title triple threat, which is we're assuming is going to be the main event, the final match on the card. Which the Universal be. Championship match and the WWE Championship match. The one that I'm least looking forward to, Universal. in terms of hype, is the Universal Championship match. What's really disappointing about that statement, before you get around there, sorry, is you said there's three, when really we should be saying it's four, because there is two women's titles. But they've killed the that SmackDown, Smackdown women's title, title match. Like we don't. A, it's two weeks before WrestleMania, and we don't know what it I is. I think it's gonna and be. B, both the interesting or the most over competitors on SmackDown who aren't the women's champion are vying for the Raw's women's championship. Women championship. <clears throat> so, like, how I said are we this. Be I, I, I said this to you guys last night. I was like, I, is the brand split and what side you're on? Just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bailey and Sasha are on, are on Smackdown, Smackdown, which is fine because there's the only, only one yeah. women's tag team championship over two brands. But Becky and Charlotte are on Raw they're at the moment. Brand. They're doing both. Shell and Benjamin recently came back on Raw, even though he's supposed to be on Smackdown. It just and the NXT call-ups, they're <coughs> on both brands, all of them. Like not even just uh, Black and Ricochet yeah. and Gargano and Champa, but like EC3, Lacey Evans, heavy technically machinery. Heavy, heavy machinery, although it like they they just uh, they're appearing on on both, and it, it makes no sense. They're, this is one of the issues the brand split is you get so far into it and you get bored of it, which is yeah. all well and good. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you do want to do it, do it. If you want to have the other people switch, it's fine. But it just but makes then, WrestleMania and these big pay per views just. 
The only massive upside to the brand split pay-per-view wise is Survivor Series. You get to see Raw vs SmackDown. That's great. And that's all good. But when it comes to WrestleMania, it puts you in these predicaments where it's someone has to lose, and I don't know who. Yeah. And at least with the original brand split, it took them from 2002 to maybe 2010, 11, to be like, right, no, we like we're gonna have more interchangeability and well, then they then the, they eradicated they had, it they had ECW and Smackdown together they went a, into a the super shows when no, then no, no. it was I was thinking more like 2007 they had ECW, ECW Smackdown, Smackdown House yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. I mean that was still five years yeah whereas it's been what three years at a push yeah and they've just gone nah mm. don't care I, we're going to have one rumble it's that? because they're doing this yeah, whole week to week booking which I think is what's really affected again trying to get back on the subject here of the Wrestlemania card yeah. oh yeah that was the um, question wasn't it Brock and stuff yeah the week to week booking have they decided week to week to week to week Roman's now back right well let's book this now right now Rollins has got to be booked into this match I'll book this now and I just don't care I shouldn't be that way when it comes to the you know the main main title and it is the and main the title the biggest show of the year on the biggest stage of them all yeah it shouldn't be that but it is, and I kind of agree that if Rollins lost, yeah, I'd be annoyed because I'm always annoyed when Lesnar wins because I don't think he should hold the no, championship. Yeah, but I, I agree, but it's it's it wouldn't the be the match. worst. It's it's the biggest match that the biggest we can match match. should have yeah. a swerve on. Like we shouldn't have a no. I'm saying the biggest match on WrestleMania is the women's triple threat match, but we shouldn't have a swerve there. Becky needs to win. That is the biggest other match where we could get And at swear. this point, I'm used to not seeing that belt. Yeah. That's fair. So what's another couple of months going to make a difference there? Can I offer a counterpoint on yeah, yeah. what I think should happen? Mm-hmm. We've seen in the past, we'll say two months, that Vince McMahon is clearly going senile. <laughs> and there's just been like, now you're out the match. He's in the match. He's in the match. No, no, he's not got a match. You, you're not having the match though. Goodbye. Yeah. Halfway through that match, Vince McMahon comes out and goes, "Change me mind." Roman's music hits. No. Have Roman take Seth out. <laughs> have it be a reverse of WrestleMania 31. No, because I just Roman takes have... Seth Do you know out. Do what? I'll go win. for it on the simple premise that I cannot wait for another Seth and Roman feud because I love their stuff together like Money in the Bank 2016 mm, yes yeah. I love that when he, when I mean he I think I prefer yeah. the Rollins Ambrose first feud yeah that, I that was great I love that up until Big Boy Bray Wyatt uh, became a hologram and yeah, then all no, of a sudden we don't talk about Bray happening? Wyatt yeah. <laughs> no but like the I I just think Oh, any two out of the three Shield members who are putting the best match, it's Roman, and, Roman Seth. and Seth. And that Money in the Bank match, like, not many people remember the match because it was just the night that the three one. Shield members all had the title at one point in that night. But that match, because Rollins came back from injury, Extreme Rules, and attacked Reigns after his defense against AJ, and then uh, Reigns went for a spear in the in the title match. And Seth caught him in a pedigree. He went for the pin, one, two, kick out, and then he just picked him straight back up, hit him with a pedigree, and then got the three count. And that is my favorite finish of a match in the past five years. 
easy. Yeah, and then Dean Loved it. clobbered him from behind and took it. Yeah, but I just cannot wait for Roman and Seth. But I think how they should do it. Back to my original point, Brock should retain. Brock retains, Roman takes the title off Brock, and then Seth turns on Roman, because it was supposed to be his moment. He was supposed to be the one to take the title off Brock, and then just sail from there and have Roman and Seth go at it for six months. So you know what? You were selling me, and you really were. And then I remember that I have to watch eight hours of WrestleMania and decided that no, I want it my way. I want all babyface wins. <laughs> that, I mean, no, I'm I'm on your side in terms I'm not of gonna I would that. like that to happen, but I think Brock. You want to swear at me? If you really want to get a good swear at WrestleMania, do it properly. What do you mean? Send the crowd home happy. Actually, that is a swerve. And let Lesnar lose. He's not the play, the, the wrestler everyone thinks he is. No, or WWE also, see him as. And also, in the last year's Royal Rumble winner lost at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. So they... it will die. It will. I won't say it will. It may partially dilute Actually, so did the, the idea of. As well. Oh no, Randy. Randy, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking of twenty sixteen. May dilute the Rumble win. And I get they've that you might want to do that. They've already diluted the wrong way. They've already killed years. Money in the Bank off, essentially. Because up until I wikipedia who won the Women's Money in the Bank last year, I completely Alexa forgot Bliss. that Alexa Bliss won it. Yeah. She, yeah, she cast in on one. She cast in that night. And then literally lost it a month later to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And it just... You, co- you can't keep going... Oh, this this will be like oh, it's the best shot you'll ever have, and then oh no, it's useless. I just what think are you doing? Becky Lynch holding the women's title, Rollins holding the men's, Kofi holding the second men's. It's bad that you call the WWE <coughs> title the second men's over the Universal. I mean, the WWE is there all the time. No, I don't understand that. But that's. That's how it is in the that's business. Why, but that's why Brock should be the champion because his disappearance has made that title more sought after in a way. I just think... I can't be dealing with more Brock Lesnar yeah. in my life. No, I know what you mean. I, I'm torn. I really am because I mean, like I said before, I've not seen that title in so long that I couldn't... I'm I happy, I'm happy to concede my controversial thought because you've provided a good argument of why At the end of the day, Brock for me, shouldn't win. Brock Lesnar can hold that title let his contract run out, take it to the UFC and keep it there and just have the WWE title as the oh. only title that swaps between. Or oh, bring the World Heavyweight Championship back, bring Big Gold back and I'll be happy. I just think Big Gold's back. already here. He's on Rory occasionally shows up. I am, yeah. Oh, Clever. <laughs> so as well as Kyle not being able to make suggestions, from now on Kyle and I will be able to make jokes. <laughs> um... I, it, it was a good argument and you did have me to start with um, and I was sold and then WWE and then I realised that it's an 8 hour show and I want to go home happy and I want Seth Rollins to win yeah no that, that's what that's what turned me if it's going to be that long you want it your way and you want to go home and, I don't think, and that is a massive swerve and that's how they always do it they always, they, 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 that's why that theory's come to your head that all the baby faces can't win but no, they've got plenty no. of things when heels win all the time and yeah. the baby faces do and it's about time that you know, yeah. I think this is it let the baby faces win let them have their moment 
and then you know Monday Night on Raw a face we've not seen since 2004 will come out and challenge into a match because so Bray Wyatt you know Steve Blackman or Bob Ollie over to Bob Ollie over to Bob Ollie I hate Bob <laughs> how do you like me now I like Bob Ollie <laughs> anyway you know, William Regal will finally get that win <laughs> get him in the Hall of Fame <laughs> anyway, this has been the What Club Wrestling Podcast. I have been Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Parker Sucks Two X's. I've been Sam Turner. You can follow me on Twitter at Chinlock underscore City. And I've been Kyle. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Fenner. Good luck spelling it. I will see you next time, guys. Thank you very much. Peace. <laughs>